Has your glass of wine grown? When you get a chance to hit the couch or the patio, does cheese and crackers come to mind? Does the phrase, it's five o'clock somewhere, make you smile? You do not have to be retired or part of the happy hour club to benefit from today's podcast. If you would like some tips on carving out calories, stay tuned. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction, Not Perfection. Happy Podcast Friday. Welcome to episode 23, Retired and Nibbling. This chapter never made it to the book. And I actually really like the content. And so I'm excited to be bringing you these thoughts today. And it was something that I felt like I kind of worked hard on and then it just never got to go anywhere. So today's the day and I'm excited to talk about this. Um, Yes, it's called retired and nibbling or retired and snacking or retired and happy houring, but you do not have to be retired to benefit from the insight or the tips that are coming at you today. I, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm listening to inspiration or content, my thoughts always go to somebody else that this also could be benefiting or helping. And so whether it's an awesome sermon or a podcast or a quote, I do a lot of sharing, whether that's with a friend, a family member, a client, somebody's always getting a little extra attachment and excitement in, in a text or an email from me. What, what I notice is that even if I am listening to something that doesn't fit my exact needs, I can really think of that perfect somebody that may love it. I have my own little podcast list that I typically listen to on any given week, and I do have to say this, too, that I'm always pleasantly surprised that even if that topic doesn't look like something I'm really going to connect with, by the time I'm into the episode, it's normally exactly what I needed for that day. So it kind of goes back to that whole thing of don't judge a book by its cover. With podcasts, don't judge, don't judge the title, because it's always interesting once you're in it you probably needed to be there for the day. So anyways, that's just a little thought for you. Bottom line, you do not need to be over 60 to benefit from this this lost chapter, the chapter that never made it to print. So it is, though, I am going to talk to my retired crew today, but I think if you can spin it in your own way to meet your own needs as well, Um, I think we can all benefit from it, even if you're not retired. (laughs) There is this time of life that we all work toward and we, we pray that we get to it when life might start to slow down just a little bit or we find ourselves having happy hours at five and possibly snacks to go with those happy hours. You could have been out on the golf course or coming home from a long day of watching those stinking cute grandkids. And by gum by golly, a glass of wine out on the patio sounds glorious. So what are we going to dig into today? This is that feeling that 
you were active all day and choosing healthy selections, but then in that one happy hour, in those choices of cheese and crackers or that glass of wine or other cocktail or two, that the problem is, is that all of those other good habits that happen throughout the day can kind of get destroyed or overtaken in in this this happy hour time. So I wouldn't be bringing this up if it wasn't a constant conversation that I've had or that I've witnessed. My goal is to always bring you to topics that I know are relevant. Again, if not for you, then maybe for somebody else that you could totally think would be nodding along in agreement. You know, if you're in that phase where you're seeing your parents even hitting retirement and you see their friend set doing these similar things, I just, I always think it's interesting. There's a lot of similarities, right? That when we start to talk out loud about something that we go, oh yeah, I've totally seen that. Or this person might find this really interesting today. So, okay, back to happy hour galleries though and how quickly they can add up. And does that sound familiar to do to you? It's one one thing to talk about it and acknowledge that it's happening, but the question I always get is, yeah, 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 I know that I'm probably eating more calories than I should at that time, or I'm drinking more calories than I should at that time, but what am I really supposed to do about it? Because the fact of the matter is, it's a happy, feel-good time in the day, and I'm not sure I really want to change. And... And if you don't really want to change, change is so hard, right? So even if we know we should or could, then if we don't really want to because we actually, in fact, are liking it or we're happy, then it's it's really hard to change. So, so now what, right? This would be a great time to get out of that all or nothing mentality. You do not have to give up all the pleasures and goodbye to happy hour. You may, though, just have to limit, limit some pleasures and make some smarter choices. And that's really what I want to walk you through today, okay? I feel like it's extremely doable if we just look at it the right way. I'm not taking it away. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying let's let's build some insight and let's also see if there's areas that we're just doing it to do it versus because we really like it or care. All right. I always talk cheese and crackers when I talk happy hour because I feel like a ton of people do this. Um, Cheese and crackers can add up really fast in calories. One little ounce or one nice slice is actually a portion and it can be anywhere from 80 to 120 calories. If you're doing multiple slices and then putting them on some nice carby crackers, this could really be detrimental to the calories and that calorie content in that snack time. So... And you have to think of it this way. You're doing this just hours before hitting the couch or or bedtime even. The way I look at it is the evening is when all the activity stops and there's no further chance to burn off our treats. So we've got cheese and crackers that we just talked about. Let's also talk about what about the wine, right? Has your glass grown as much as mine is my first question for you. I love nothing more than holding like pretty much what I think looks like a huge goblet in my hands. Those old wine glasses look like little kitty cups to me. I love a nice big glass. So when you are having that nice big glass, though, have you ever measured your wine? So what you think is a glass of wine could actually end up being two. Or if you're having what you think are two glasses of wine, that could be two or three or even four glasses if we're really talking portions, right? So I challenge you to measure out 
both your snack choices as well as your beverage choices. Yes, I'm asking you to get out that measuring cup and see what you're drinking. Five ounces of wine is a serving size of wine, which kind of looks like nothing, especially when you get it in a restaurant and you're paying that much for it. Some restaurants will give you six, but normally five is, is about that portion size. Um, if you are having one ounce of cheese, I, I want you to know that. If you're having four ounces of cheese, I want you to know it. I want you to visually be able to see what that ounce looks like for you. And then crackers too. If you need to count out your crackers and look at a, a nutrition label to see, am I having one serving, two servings? Where am I with all of that? I believe strongly in this whole knowledge is power. And especially when it comes to food and beverage choices, our portions have grown so much over the years to visually assess what looks like a good portion can really be highly inaccurate because we don't really know. So a lot of times we have to look at that nutrition label and really take the time to measure, to count. To You don't have to do that lifelong. You just need to do it long enough so that you get better visuals for yourself of what a portion size looks like. Okay, so what is a responsible portion size at my happy hour, you might ask. As your dietitian, your wine-loving mate, I will describe a portion size of cheese, of crackers, but and more importantly, give you some other ideas for new and improved pairings with your cocktail. Okay, so stay a little open-minded to maybe what snacks are coming out and what that could possibly look like. I, before I go any further, broke down personality types that can go along with this happy hour time and what I've heard come out of other individuals' mouths. So I have three different personality types for you. I have the don't touch my cheese and crackers crew. <laughs> like that, this is my happy spot and I am sticking with it. So that's one personality type. The next, the I'm willing to change my choices. I just don't really know how. And then we have the, I am having a drink because that's what everyone else is doing. You're just following the lead. And at the end of the day, you can look back and be like, I didn't really even care about having that. I was just doing to do it. Okay. So take out a pen. I'm going to throw some ideas at you, pen and paper. And you can always come back to this if you need to. But I want to talk about, let's Let's use our don't touch my cheese and crackers crew, okay? I want you to measure out five ounces of wine or 12 ounces of beer, that too is a portion, or one and a half ounces of hard alcohol, that is also a portion, okay? Those are your different types. And now measure an ounce or two of cheese. And sometimes it's nice just to get the pre-sliced cheese because that way you don't have to, takes the guesswork out of it. You don't have to do quite as much measuring. Finally, measure out a portion of crackers. Like I was already saying, look at the back of a, a label. Some crackers are as little as four as a portion. Something more like a wheat thing can be as many as 16 as a portion. So it just really depends on what variety you're getting. And now the fun part. The knowledge component is what gives you the power to change, right? Because if you know what your portion looks like, then we can really start to save some calories. So the whole thought behind this don't touch my cheese and crackers crew is that you still get to eat exactly what you were eating but if we're measuring out the portion you're going to drastically reduce your calories okay so i'm not saying you can't have this i just want you aware of where your calories are coming from because then it really might give you that motivation to make some changes 
you could just shave off a couple hundred calories even by choosing a vegetable versus a cracker and you'd still get to keep your cheese and your and your wine. So you can get where you could really start to mess around with this type of an option. Okay. Option two, the I'm willing to change my choices. I just do not know how. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Where do I start? I'm going to start, first of all, by sounding like an alcoholic because let's start with your beverages. Let's talk about the alcohol. First, we talked about measuring your portion size, and now we should also mention your choices. Choosing something like a light beer over a full strength will typically save you at least 30 to 50 calories. If you mix anything with hard alcohol, just make sure that your mixer doesn't have any additional calories. This was kind of a mind-blowing fact for me. Did you know that tonic water is equivalent to a regular soda? For some reason, I always put tonic water and club soda kind of in the same same uh, category there. And it's really not. So there is a such thing, though, as diet tonic water, which is a great calorie-free mixer. You just have to be sure to ask because normally some restaurants, A, don't have it, and B, they don't really think to do it that you have to ask for it. You can make your wine portion go a lot further if you do something like make it into a spritzer. And if you're like, what the heck is a spritzer? You would just take your red or your white wine and mix it with something like a club soda or calorie-free mixer. You could use your diet tonic water even in that. You can get, what I like about this is you really can get double your portion size without doubling the calories. Okay, now let's talk food for a minute. We'll leave alcohol. How about that? Um, If you can eliminate your carb and calorie-filled crackers and then switch them out with something non-starchy like a dipping vegetable, carrots, celery, pepper slices, we just saved ourselves 100 calories. I don't know about you, but I'm a dipper. That's, I really want what's going on that thing. So I would absolutely need something to go with my vegetables. I'm just not just going to sit there and gnaw on a carrot. I know me. So typically, we think ranch, which if you get some of the more yogurt-based ranches, you can get pretty low-cal ranch and get a nice little dip out of that with, again, the peppers, the carrots, whatever you want to be dipping in there. Or even something like hummus. I know that these things have calories to them. You're still going to save 50-plus calories by choosing some of these lighter options. Okay, so again, just by switching out the carb with the, the, the non-starchy vegetable and doubling your portion size of, let's call it your wine and making it into a spritzer, you get the same amount of, of sips with half the calories. So we're just shaving off calories every little which way that we can do it. And it's one of those moments that you think, does this really make that big of a difference? And my answer to you is 100% yes. Because these behaviors day after day really start to add up. I know I posted this in a podcast previously, but little by little, a little becomes a lot. And I love that quote because if that can kind of be your your mantra throughout your day, throughout your choices, you can start to believe it gradually. You probably won't believe it right away. But day after day, a little by little, a little becomes a lot that those little choices every day start to add up to some really huge success, which is pretty cool. All right. Option three, the I'm having a drink because that's what everyone else is doing. We all do it. We get sucked into situations and habits because of our friends or our spouse. So just out of plain habit, we're just doing something. 
not even necessarily because we like it. Have you ever said to yourself, I started to ask you this already, but I didn't even want that glass of wine. Why did I just do that? If you do not care about the alcoholic beverage, let's work on putting something fun into the glass that's calorie-free options that can go in your hands, right? You're happy with your handhold, but you're also not just drinking calories to drink calories. If you're like me, you might like the visuals. So something like an elegant glass, something that fizzes or... I always say fun with everything. I feel like people around me make make fun of me. Want a fun little this, Lindsay? Want a fun little that? And I'm like, I do. I like all my stuff to look fun. Um, so bottom line, I want something more than water, right? And I feel like that's what happens a lot is that we don't want to be the person just ordering water, but we also don't want to just accidentally be drinking calories to drink calories. So to save a ton of calories, if you omit the alcohol calories because flat out you kind of just don't care about it, there goes easily 100 or 200 calories during that happy hour. And then man, if you end up not caring to put the dipping vegetables in with the hummus, you could be sitting at a grand total of only something like 110 to 180 calories, under 200 calories for a nice patio chill sit down time. So I hope that helped to kind of look at it that way. There, The first part was we're just not touching any of the choices. We're just looking at a portion size with them. So I'm not taking anything away, right? And then the second choice is, hey, I'm willing to make some changes. I'm willing to maybe switch out the the crackers for the veggies. And then the third choice is that I am not caring about any of this. I'm just following the crowd. So might as well make it the best that I can, but still follow the crowd in the sense of the handhold or the visuals. Okay. We cannot talk just food and drink without also talking about movement when when we talk retirement. I feel like I have two categories and I hate to to just do two, but for now, to simplify, we have one, the retired person who has started making exercise classes and walking groups, they're playing a lot of tennis, or they're golfing, or they're running after their grandchildren, that this has all become their new profession. They fill their days with this kind of stuff, and it's the happy spot, right? And then the other category that I had is kind of the retired person who accidentally stopped moving as much as they used to. They no longer have to, so they don't as much. That they are curled up getting to read a good book, or they're meeting people out for lunch groups, or rocking grandbabies, or knitting, or quilting. And bottom line, there's not a right or wrong with this. For this particular group, their happy spot is not hitting the pavement, right? And it's not wrong. It's just that person might have been moving a lot within their job and now all of a sudden retirement has drastically taken away a lot of their steps in the day. So I'm not saying that it's this black or white by any means. However, the one thing that I can promise is that if you put any sort of movement tracker on, any activity tracker, that a re- put them on a retired person, that you're either going to see crazy steps like 10,000 plus, or you're going to see individuals who are barely hitting the 2,000 mark in the day. So this is one of those first things that I request when I'm working with clients who have hit retirement is to make sure that they are, in fact, wearing some form of an activity tracker so that we can just get a baseline of movement. That's really important. This can be a little scary because sometimes to be aware of the number means that now we don't even... 
we don't have a choice but to change it, right? Like if we see that, oh, holy cow, I'm only sitting around 1,000 or 2,000 steps in a day. I really do need to find more movement, but I don't want to find more movement. I'm really happy in my day, right? So it's scary to look at our movement, but it really is important to know where you sit because your health depends on it. You no longer can convince yourself that that day at the park once a week with grandkids counts as your whole movement for the week. There really does have to be other movement built in within that. So just like food, knowledge is power within movement as well. Again, get that baseline of where you are with movement. Try to look at the number without judgment. It is not pitiful, I promise. It is not lazy. It's whatever it is. There should be no ill thoughts coming to your mind when you see that number. I feel like that's why it's terrifying to see it in the first place. In fact, it's just a number. And it's just like anything. It's like when we talked about logging without expectations, we're gathering research. We're gathering the facts so that when we are ready to make changes or we didn't even know that we needed to make changes, that we just have the input there to help us along. Okay? So let's talk journaling questions. Now that you've had a time to kind of listen to all of this, let's dig into you personally. Number one, did you fit into a specific category when I laid out the three, the don't touch my cheese and crackers crew, that I'm willing to to make changes and choices, I just don't really know how, or, or the I'm having a drink because everyone else is doing it crew. I really want you to think about this and elaborate on your feelings around, around happy hour or around whenever the snacking might be happening now that you're maybe spending more time at home. Um, the schedule's just changed, right? So number two, do you feel like you are not retired? However, nibbling, meaning what was your main takeaway from the information above? Maybe you're a full-time working working mama, working dad, and the fact of the matter is you are not retired, but you are struggling with some of these same topics that we, we spoke about above. So what, what comes to mind when you listen to this podcast? What, number three, what kind of movement do you see yourself, or if you are too young for this chapter, see your parents doing in a week? So I really want you to assess your movement and your season of life, your phase of life. And even right now is summertime, the season changed, so the movement has changed in my life. So I know that wherever you are in your phase or season of life, changes are always going to be taking place. But I will say that retirement is a huge one. So many things change. And we have just barely skimmed, you know, the tip of the iceberg here. But but it kind of gets your mind rolling around maybe even other areas. So that, my friends, is what I have for you today. And I'm going to close out with saying, okay, grandparents, put some changes into action and then go get them on the golf course. <laughs> have a great week. Thank you for joining me today. If this topic served any purpose for you or you could picture that exact person that needed this, I am always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2019 the year we are going to just pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also forever appreciate when you leave reviews on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open to information and keeping an open mind to what your journey looks like now, within a year, the next five years, slow and steady all. It's not instant gratification and therefore it's not always that exciting, but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all of your years 
and for every season of life. I cannot wait to catch up next Friday. Cheers to health and happiness.